And so because of this very particular um, conversations that I want to have with you all today, um, it's a conversation that for me, it, 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 it's been very heavy in my spirit and I feel that, okay, I needed to just talk with you all. And, um, but before I continue this very particular conversation, I, I will try as much as possible for me you know, to talk, um, what's it called, to go into the scriptural part for too long because one of the things that I need us to understand is the fact that as far as we're concerned, God has given us rest in everything that he has called us to do. And um, first and foremost, I really want to put my voice also in the voice of the racial discrimination that is currently happening in America. We all know too well this very particular story, but I don't want to say much about it. But I just want you to all to know that I'm a black man sitting here doing this very particular live broadcast. And um, I just want to put my voice around it to say racial discriminations will end soon. And um, by the time the thing comes to an end... Uh, uh, we will all come back smiling and rejoicing. I want to say that for a black people, black life matters. And for our other um, friends and loved ones, I also want to say to you all that our lives also matters. And um, I, I, I hear a lot of conversation, especially with the corner in which I find myself as a black race, the fear, the trouble, the anxiety of just walking around the street knowing too well that people people looking at you and they're wondering that you're a black guy. Man. If you do anything, <laughs> we'll get you down. But I just want to put my voice there to just let you all understand that it's 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 going to come to an end, and um, God is still sitting on the throne. This very particular thing is going to end, and um, I want us to put our prayers and also to pray for the family of Floyd, um, who uh, died. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they will be burying him tomorrow, and I, I really don't know. And I'm not, I'm not, I didn't really sit down this morning to really check the update of what is happening. But I've been watching a lot of um, what you call service that has been done for him um, in his hometown. And I'm also with different kind of channels and churches and organizations that are really fighting for this very particular thing. Um, what I would like to know, racial discriminations. Uh, I remember the other day I was speaking to my wife, I said this very particular thing has, as much as even we in Africa here, especially the country where I'm currently transmitting from, as much as we want to deny the fact that there is no race, I mean, there is no racism, I mean, it's still there. It's still there. You you get to see it when you, you hang around or you stay where the white community are. You see that fear. The blacks is afraid of the white. The white is also afraid of the black. It's just, just a two-way thing. But I just want to put my voice on to say this will be over. Um, it's just one of those shifts that needs to happen. It's like how coronavirus, which is a COVID-19, came in. And um, I use the word came in because it's still going to go away also. And then we will have our life back to normal. But the normal is going to be a new normal where a lot of things that needs to happen will be a big shift. And so because of this very particular thing, I just want to say to the family who lost their loved ones on this COVID-19, I put my voice with you and I say, God is going to console you. Uh, God is going to help you. God is the one that will see you through, that will guide you, that will protect you, that will, that will hold you strong. Trust me, this very particular thing. Nobody wants their loved ones to die. Nobody. I don't care how you want to say it. Nobody wants their loved ones to die. And so because of that, um, uh, people, may, people may be saying that, yeah, um, the devil brought these very particular things. And people say it's a genetic disorder. Some say it was a man-made. Whichever one. The Bible makes us to understand that we know that all things work together. When I mean all things work together, I mean all things work together, including COVID-19. It worked together for good. It makes us, um, with God on our side, we know to all that God is going to use this very particular pandemic or the COVID-19 to make 
good. <laughs> Talking about making good today, um, but before I continue, before I start my conversation, I just really want to say thank you all who are streaming on my Facebook. I just want to say thank you for taking out the time to join me this very particular time. I promise you, I don't want to come and preach in your face. I just want to share my own experience about I'm coming out. Um, I played a beautiful music from Dan Ross. I've been playing this song, you don't know how long. <laughs> <laughs> and this was just due to the fact that there is a lot of shift that has happened in my space, in, this, in my family, in the ministry. You all know too well now that I've according to the Fivefold Ministry as a pastor of Platform Church. We pioneer our own church called Platform Church. And for more information, you could just go to platformchurch.co.za or probably you could check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which is all Platform Church. And um, a lot have happened. A lot has happened in my space. I I remember telling a couple of my friends and even my pastor, and I said, if there is one thing I know about us as Platform Church, is the fact that Platform was born out of COVID. Mm, we're born out of COVID. Why? It's because when people are dying, uh, I'm not saying I'm happy that those people are dying, don't get, don't get me wrong, but when people are shutting down, that's when God decided to start up with us at this very particular time. It's not easy for you to navigate a new church, a new family, new members where you have responsibility of a lot of people who wants to come around your space, who wants to hang around you, and, and you are, you're coming to bring a message called the rested life, and people are wondering, Brave, you're talking about the rested life, and there's COVID-19. I don't know how you are navigating this thought, but the truth of it is the fact that God has thus far helped us. Um, coming out from this very particular, um, what you call the shadow or the dark place in which I've hidden myself for too long, and um, I remember one time a pastor friend of mine says, Darlene, God has called you to preach the gospel, not to post the gospel <laughs> and uh, i laugh i laugh so i laugh about it but i said no, it's okay it's one of those things that we just need to make peace with and then just just stand and just believe that yes um god is going to do things that he needs to do in your life in my life all right let me get into the conversation that i want us to have this very particular moment is a conversation that i've titled the shift will shift you yeah the shift will shift you I don't know about you, but I promise you, this very particular shift called COVID-19 has really, really shifted me. If it has actually shifted you also, please, I want you to tap. I want you to send a message under my chat and say it is also shifting me. It has shifted me good all. I don't want to say the other part, but <laughs> it has shifted me seriously. And when I mean seriously, I mean it has shifted me in terms of my life, in terms of my family, in terms of my business, in terms of my career, in terms of the ministry, in terms of how I relate to people. The shift has shifted me to the point that um, I got to a point where fear actually beginning, I mean, fear started creeping into my life. Fear started navigating its part and um, finding a way of just trying to bring me down. But one of the things in which I stay strong in Christ, knowing too well that Christ was called me for this very particular work and that Christ will definitely find a way of helping me. I remember, um, I think I remember years back when I was still serving in the previous church. And um, the, the fear, knowing too well that I started hearing God's word to say it is time to step out. I, I promise you. Uh, even when God said it was time to step out, I was, I was, I was really afraid because in my mind, and in my mind, I was like, "But God, I, I think I'm beginning to like it here." You know, when when um, you you don't want to shift from what God is saying to you because you're beginning to find comfort around where you are. I'm, like, I'm beginning to like it here. I think it's good for me to know that I get a direction from my then pastor. And then just to be able to just stay there. All I just need to do is just for me to like, okay, what do I need to do today or to do tomorrow and stuff? And they tell me and it's easier. And and all of a sudden, God is saying it is time for you to put your leg on the water. It was hard. It was really hard. 
I remember the period where my wife and I we were driving from the previous church in which we were before and we were coming home and all of a sudden fear just gripped me in the car. Fear gripped me in the car driving and I was so worried and thank God for her. I really bless God for, for my wife, for the kind of woman God blessed me with in this very particular season. I promise you it's not one of the things I tell people I said, God just look at me and look at look at me and decided to give me with his best reserved package his best reserve package the package that he actually you know when you look at it you feel like okay but god this this is meant for kings but how come you decided to love me so much and i remember she was talking and she said babe you can do this god has called you my business is for me to use the tools in which god has given me to help you but until you start not in start and with that very particular statement, it stays in my head so well. She said, until you start, nothing start. Ha! And and, and I, I, I remember, I think I was turning to get to Ondekas when that conversation hit me. And I look at her, you know that thing where you look at your partner and you're like, whatever. Mm. <laughs> you're like, whatever. It is easy for you to say so, you don't understand. But the truth of it is a fact that, whether I like it or not, the shift was already there. And for COVID-19, nobody saw the shift coming, but, but it, 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 it's here. We're all facing that very particular reality. And so because of that, I remember saying to my wife, I'm like, no, I'm going to make the decision. We're going to do this stuff. It took me, I think it took me another two months for me to agree. And I remember it was December. I said, okay, fine, let's, take, let's step out into this very particular thing, uh, what God has called us to do, because it was beginning to be heavy in my spirit. And I, I shook myself with a lot of word of God from God's servants and people who God have put in my place for me to be able to call. Trust me, I, I really appreciate all those people. I know some of you are watching me now currently. I just want to say thank you. I don't want to mention your name. There are proper times I'm going to mention your name uh, in terms of my journeys and how far I've been, um, how far God has brought me with you being in my life. But for today, I just wanted to just put a conversation called The Shift. We shift you. And so in that very particular point in terms of the shift shifting me, um, it was it was so 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 heavy. It was so heavy in the sense that I had I had to find a way of how to begin to route this shift that is currently coming. And part of the biggest thing there with the shift is the fact that fear 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 was the big factor. I, I think let me just leave it there. Fear was the big factor. Fear in the sense that I, I remember saying to God, I'm like, but God, I don't know. You look at me and you decided to bring me knowing to it and my history. One, two, and three is not good, but... And, and all I hear to God is the fact that I have called you and there is nothing you can do about it. You just have to put your leg in the water. And I'm like, but God, uh, this thing is heavy. There are other pastors that are there that you've called for this very particular work. Why me? And I remember, I think I remember I was telling a pastor friend of mine, I said, you know, there are a lot of pastors and stuff, but I don't understand why. It's like, yeah, but when, when, it, comes to think, when it comes to things of God, there is nothing you can do about it. You just need to, to run the race and so because of that i remember and um, i'm like okay god i hear you i'm going to do this I, I, I promise you see all this conversation i'm trying to shrink this is a 15 years conversation 15 good year i tell people i said i knew i was calling to ministry 15 years ago i, I was just i was just scared i think that's the truth i was just scared and and part of that very particular fear was 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 what brought me to this very particular first conversation that I'm doing with you today is to say to you that regardless of the thing that is happening currently in your life, there is a shift and there is a reason. Oh yes, there is a shift 
and there is a reason for the shift. COVID-19 has come to prove every one of us that whether we like it or not, we need to begin to develop some serious intelligence and some serious system that we can we, we, we then need to put in place in check for us to be able to run. I remember yesterday also, I was speaking to my pastor and I said to him, I'm like, I'm, I'm so afraid, man. You don't understand what's going on. But, but this thing, um, I, I, I promise you, I created a lot of excuses. A lot of excuses. You don't want to know my excuse. <laughs> you don't want to know. Part of the excuse was the fact that I don't have the equipment for me to be able to run the race. Second excuse is I don't have venue. Third excuse is I don't have people. Fourth excuse is I, 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 who is going to listen to me? Fifth excuse is I'm not, I'm not too good. I don't look handsome. My English is not straight. Um, the other one, again the excuse i brought on the table was my nationality no you i wrote a lot of excuses on the table and by the time i was having this pondering in my head and I, yesterday my heart was beating so fast so fast because i was saying to myself hmm god i don't understand what you're trying to do but are you planning to make me feel i don't know who is listening to me this very particular moment there's something that you need to do but you have procrastinated so much to the point that you don't even procrastination has now become your second name. I want I came this very particular time to be able to to say to you it is time to shift with the shift. Oh yes, it is time to shift with the shift. Trust me until you make the decision to step out nothing will step in for you nothing i remember even while we are trying to set up this very particular thing i was laughing with my with my wife and i'm like it's so funny when 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 pressure it's when when you know you need to deliver and and this is what my pastor said to me this early morning and he said to me darlington fix a date fix a date fix a date <laughs> in my mind, i'm like <laughs> now if if he can show you that very particular thing i sent him an icon of tears like you're not helping me here. You're not helping me. But but I appreciate God for that, for him, for the fact that he was able to look at me and say, son, whether I like it or not, you can pull this through. You can you can do this. Just put a date. And I said to him, I think he gave me a deadline of 48 hours. <laughs> but when I'm like, this man, <laughs> take it easy, man. This is not easy. But but I, I appreciate God for that conversation. Sometimes it's good to find somebody you can talk to, somebody who can hear you. And before we finish this very particular conversation, I'm going to give you about four points that you need to do in terms of starting up what God has called you to do. Whether you like it or not, as you are listening to me right now, there is something God wants you to do. It's a shift. It's going to cost you. Oh, trust me, it's going to cost you. The fear of you needs to keep to come out. Everything about you, even your dark stories will come out. But do you know the funny thing? It doesn't move God. It does not move God. Because God, God is looking at you from the finished point of what he has done with his son Jesus for you. He's not looking at your errors. Remember the story of Jeremiah? When Jeremiah was saying, but I'm a little boy. And <laughs> Christ says, from your mother's womb I know you. Remember the story of Moses? Moses says I'm a stammerer. He came up with all the excuses. See, the reason, I, I, I feel like I should say this. The Holy Spirit is dropping this in my head to say to somebody now. The reason why you are creating those excuses, I'm part of it also. Please hear me well. I am part of it. I am also part of those very particular excuses. The reason why you are creating those excuses is because there is a bigger stake that is available for you to get. And so the devil will want to fight your mind, fight your thought, fight your ideas, fight the possibility around you. I'm saying this, trust me, I'm, 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 even this very particular broadcast I'm doing, the first of its kind, the life, um, it's, it's, it takes a lot. I remember I had to call my wife, babe, and say, I need to pray for me. Like I put my hand, I'm like, put your head on my, she lay hand on me just to chase away the fear. 
Because what I like you to note, as far as God is involved, and if it's bigger than you, it will take God to do it. The reason why that butterfly, that fear is actually in you, is because somebody needs to get blessed. Hear me again, somebody needs to get blessed. That gift, that talent, that thing God has called you for, it has a blessing in it for someone. And sometimes even the trouble and the challenges you're going through, hmm, those troubles and challenges are also part of the factors for someone who's going to listen to you or is going to watch you, is going to buy that product or is going to do what God has called you to do to engage in that very particular thing. It's also part of the thing. And so I just want to come to this very particular moment to let you understand that you have to shift with the shift. Regardless of the fear, shift with it. Oh, shift with it. I, I promise to commit with you all this very particular time that every day, on, on, on between 1 o'clock to 1.30, um, we'll be coming out to just have a conversation. I call it a conversation. Trust me, I call it a conversation because I just, want to, I just wanted us to talk. Um, sometimes you need that very particular brother, that uncle, that sister, somebody to just talk to who you know that will not look down on you or make you feel bad. And for me, I have those very particular systems. One of them is I have my wife, I have pastors, I have mentors, I have those ones who God has brought around my space for them to speak into my life, speak into my destiny, even when the fears are there. Oh yes, even when the fears are there. And so because of this very particular thing, please and please hear me well. The fears will be there. The challenges will be there. Oh, trust me, they will be there. One of the things I like, there's a story I like sharing all the time. I said, do you know that the storm was there, but yet Jesus had to walk on the storm and he was never moved with it. But yet, even Peter also saw the storm. He was still walking, but until he now began to meditate with the storm, that's when, the, that's when he begins to go down. But as long as his eyes was on Jesus, he was walking through. I don't know who is listening to me this very particular moment and you're saying, Darlington, the fear is heavy in my spirit. The fear is big. Oh, the fear is heavy. You don't know what to do. You feel as if you've lost everything. Or maybe you are like me. You, you felt as if you don't have it. You don't have everything. <laughs> that everything I need for me to do this, I don't have it and stuff. Oh, if I show you how we managed to configure this very particular studio, I know some of you be like, yeah, but Darlington, you do a radio and stuff. It's not too far-fetched from you to do. See, sometimes, let me say this to you. Starting all over again after you've started something. Um not easy it's not it's not it will take everything from you when i mean everything everything from you for you to start again and so because of that very particular thing uh, with this very particular thought that i'm deciding to bring to sort of shift to shift with you until you begin to get into that very particular shift see what i like it or not this is the new normal that has been called it's called a new normal this is how life is going to be like what i would like it or not um, I remember I was listening to a particular pastor all the way from Nigeria. He was saying, Pastor Paul Adifarasin, he was saying that a lot of people feel as if after the COVID-19 is over, they will go back to how things is. And trust me, it's not going to go back. It's either you join the train and you move with the train very quickly, or probably you then sit down and begin to blame. Uh, and one of the things I hate, I hate putting myself in the conversation of, had I know, had I know, had I know it's a bad thing. Please and please, I, I am here to encourage you as a brother. I'm here to encourage you as, as an uncle. I'm here to encourage you as a pastor. I'm here to encourage you as a friend and to say to you, it is time to shift with the shift. What is it that is in your head that God has put in your spirit for you to do? It is time to bring it out. It is time. You see this time? This is the best time. You'll be shocked when you say yes and you take a corresponding action to it. You'll be shocked what you what, what you do. Don't worry tomorrow. There's a particular character in the Bible that I want us to look into. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll point out some certain things in terms of him shifting with God's plan. I don't want to put that very particular story now, but, but 
join me tomorrow by 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 1 p.m south african time join me tomorrow by 1 p.m and you'll be shocked what we will be discussing i have decided to trade my fear i remember the, that friend song i'm trading my sorrow i'm trading my pain i'm trading my shame i'm trading my fear for me to do what god has called me to do four things when it comes to the issue of fear four things for you to be able to put on the table to engage god four things let me quickly do that very particular four things as i begin to bring this very particular thing to a close four things number one here engage god oh yes engage god you see uh, that's a scripture which i love so much in the book of colossians chapter 1 verse 17 the bible says everything and all things consist in god he holds all things everything all things in him regardless of how you feel as if that very particular thing is there to kill you oh trust me as far as god is involved nothing is going to kill you nothing you see the rested life in which god has he has made the rested life for you and for me and that's why he sent his son jesus to come and die but until we begin to engage god even in the fear <laughs> do you know that even with moses inability to talk properly god still worked with him like that <laughs> Even when Gideon was so much afraid and he says, I am from the minor of the minor community. God still worked with him. Oh, yes. Timothy also was one of the guys that was so afraid, but yet he still wrote out miracles, signs and wonders. Engage God. Whatever you need to do today. I want you to, on this very particular break time, you are in your office or whatever you are doing, streaming, listening to me this moment. I want you to engage God and say, God, this is what you have put in my spirit. How do I go about it? I need you to give me the how factor. But as far as I'm committed, as far as you're concerned, I will run with what you've called me to do. Number point number two. Oh, engage people who are already doing what you are doing. Uh, <laughs> engage people who are already doing what you are doing. Trust me. You see this very particular point? For me, I had to go look for people who I know that they are doing what I want to do. And that becomes a blessing for me. I remember I went to see a particular friend of mine who who, who is an in the entertainment industry and then we're just talking and just by being around the space i remember i came back home that evening i was i was i was shouting what i mean shouting i'm not not negative i was shouting and telling my wife babe you see you don't understand something i am willing to run this thing i'm willing to do this i'm willing to go because why that is something about hanging around people who are doing what i mean people who are doing what you want to do it has a way of just giving back to something it's like that very particular story and when, when Mary decided to hang around Elizabeth, it was a different ball game. Oh, it was a different ball game. <laughs> it, was, it was that leaping. I, I felt it. I felt it. Engage with people who are doing what you want to do. And number th 13, surround yourself with people who can be your friend and stand with you. Surround yourself with people who can be your friend. And say, trust me, you, at this very particular point, you need, if you, the first one I said there, engage with people which is talk with them you may not be able to be around your space but just talk with them and, and and see how it goes those those are people like your mentors that you can find but you see this point three? Oh, you need those very particular people you need them in your life the ones whereby they can be your friend to tell you you can do it you can do it mary you can do it esther you can do it Teresa. you can do it bongani you can do it darlington you can do you see that you can do it the more you keep hearing you can do it you can do it you can do it it begins because now these are your friends that bombard you left right and center and before you know what is going on you find yourself doing it also the last point in which i want to put at this very particular here be accountable oh be accountable <laughs> the reason why i decided to do this very particular thing trust me it was not because i the fear is not there. as i'm even sitting sitting here now talking to you the fear is there oh yes a minute before starting this, my wife had to say, babe, you can do it. 
Babe, you can do it. The fear will be there. But be accountable. I remember when my pastor said to me, Darlington, you can do it. Put a time to it. And because I know that I am accountable to him, I, I don't want to fail myself in him. And so because of that, I had to push. You see, sometimes you have no clue what accountability can do in your life. One of these days, we'll, we're, we're going to bring a conversation around accountability and for you to begin to see the system and the structure of what accountability can pull. That very particular thing you need to do, I promise you, maybe the reason why you've not done it is because of accountability system. Be accountable. Look for someone that you know that when they tell you run, you ask, you ask how high. Like for example, my pastor said to me, do it in 24 hours, within 48 hours. And my mind, I'm like, hey, but nah, I'll try my best. But trust me, I'm here doing it. The first one, this is it. This is the first one. And this is going to be the many, first of many to come. I'll be putting more information about the things that I'll be doing and stuff. And so that do guys, you guys will follow up with me. I want to journey with you on this very particular Rested Life Capsule Conversations. I want to jo journey with you to make you understand that it is doable. It is possible. It is time for us to come out. Diana Rose says, I'm coming out. So I want the world to know. And I had to let it go that I am coming out. It is time for you to say, I'm coming out. I don't know who you are this moment listening to me. And you feel that it is high time for you to also come out. Please do. Please do come out. Engage somebody. Look for someone that you know you can be accountable with. For me, among all, as much as God is there, surround yourself with people who will talk you up, and at the same time also engage people who are doing what who are doing what you want to do. But there is nothing without accountability and action. When you put yourself, when you're accountable, you will take the action. When you hang yourself, you put yourself around people who will push you. You will push yourself. Oh, at this very particular point, I feel in my spirit this moment to pray for someone. You are listening and you say, Darlington, I know you start, but I don't know how to start. It wasn't easy. Let me say it here. It wasn't easy, but I promise you, this is the beginning of new things. Heavenly Father, I just want to pray and thank you for everyone that is listening to me. Father, they have gifts and talents, blessings that you have put in their spirit, man, but fear is crippling them. It is time to shift with a shift. I pray that King of Glory, your grace will rest upon your life. Ability to take the bold step, to say yes to this work, yes to this will. Let it rest upon your lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I know you're a good God. To you I give all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I won't be able to end this very particular conversation without me saying thank you, God Almighty. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but God, I appreciate you. And also to say a very big thank you to my loving wife. Baby, you know I love you so much. Thank you for standing. Thank you for being there with me. Thank you for deciding to climb ladders and stuff to make sure that this is a reality. I may not know what to promise you, but I promise to show you God. And this is how I come to the end of this very particular conversation. Trust me, I said it's just going to be a 30 minutes and now it's one thirty. God bless you. And don't forget, I'll see you again tomorrow. <laughs> now I'll see you again tomorrow and it's going to be very interesting. And I'm still going back to my beautiful song coming from Diana Ross. And the title of this one again is still called I'm Coming Out. Enjoy these as I call it a wrap on this very particular conversations with Darlington Steve. I love you so much. Please share this to someone who needs to see this. And also it's going to be available on our YouTube channel, which is Platform Church. I want to go there also and just watch it and be able to push yourself to do what God has called you to do. God bless you. And always know that God is on the throne. He wants the best for you. And he's called you for you to do what he wants you to do. Amen. Amen.